I mean, hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm Jordan Reed. I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses. We are a husband and wife. We hold hands and go on walks, and we tell each other nice things about each other. Yeah, and All we th- also talk about things that are spooky. We do, such as ghosts or things such as ghosts, demons, urban legends, cryptozoology, the Bigfoot, the Loch Ness's brother Gregory, all sorts of stuff. Paul Too Tall. Paul Too Tall. Our creepy, well, ex-neighbor, Crystal our, Chris. Yeah, sorry for lying to everyone. Chris is our ex-neighbor. We allude to him, but I don't think we're ever going to talk about him. Maybe we will, though. <laughs> He's an interesting character. He's very interesting. Uh, at Sometimes at 4 in the morning, we would hear him. We'd wake up because we were sound asleep, and we'd hear him at 4 a.m., blasting fog hat from his basement very 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 loudly <laughs> he loves fog hat i mean that's fine i like fog hat i think what does fog hat do slow ride uh yeah is maybe. that it is that fog hat i don't remember i'm not sure fog hat i don't know there's my fog hat i don't know either but anyways anyways we talk that's... about anything spooky you can tell us your spooky stories we'd love to talk about them we try to debunk well kind of debunk i think debunk bit. Maybe not debunk, but hey, guys, we're just here to have fun. We like to have fun with the paranormal world, I guess, because I think a lot of people in this universe, in the paranormal universe, some people call it the ghost verse, take themselves a little too seriously, I think. So it's fun to have fun with it and laugh about it because, yeah. hey, you only get one you only get one time around. And if you hear chomping in the background, it's Molly. We're recording this a little late today, so it's her dinner time. And she does not respect us, so <laughs> she she might be doing her own thing in the background. I think that's a really good way to put it. She has no respect for us. She's, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? She is a freeloader. Yeah. Yeah, is basically what I'm saying. I mean, do you ever think about dogs? She's you buy a dog, sassy. they come to your house, and you give them money to live at your house, to stay with you. Yeah, it's right. fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's fine. <laughs> Hey, I hope everyone, or we hope everyone, had a wonderful holiday with their families, whether it was Thanksgiving or turkey time or mashed potato madness. I hope you guys had a good holiday with your families or whoever you celebrated it with. We spent it in scary, spooky Madison, Ohio. It's very scary. There's a power plant. Yeah, there's nothing really scary about Madison except for maybe some of the people that live in madison yes a lot of the people in madison are very scary because they're all ghosts <laughs> it's a ghost town it's a ghost town uh pun intended or no figuratively and literally it's a little bit of a ghost town there's a giant eagle we have one of the world's biggest walmarts which i think i've already talked about yeah you really like to talk about madison ohio yeah, and their man, big walmart I love that walmart we didn't do any Black Friday shopping's talking about scary things to do. Yeah, in, involving yourself in Black Friday is very scary. Although I did take advantage of some Black Friday deals on the internet. I thought that's Cyber Monday. But it's not even Monday. We're recording this on Sunday. So oh. I it was, it was Black Friday pre-lazy lazy special where you don't have to go. I don't know if it's lazy special. It might be smart special. Molly, yeah. lay down, please. Um, <laughs> but Lindsay, what are some things that you're thankful for? Spooky spouses and okay. all our spooky listeners. Okay, what else? Um, my happy, healthy life. Oh, that's really nice. And my disrespectful dog. I thought you were going to be silly with it, but that was very nice of you to say. <laughs> Can I be silly? Because yeah. you know I'm thankful for you all the time, and I'm yeah. thankful for our our health, our dog, our health, our hound, and our home. 
some things I'm thankful for is coming home and before we left, I'd forgotten that we got some Pomplemousse LaCroix at the grocery store. So and you to had come a home, treat when you got back. To come home, an ice cold, fizzy, fizzy water. It was very nice for me. All right. Okay, moving well, anyways, on. Anyways. Um, anyways, moving on. <laughs> a big part of our show is me and Jordan both research a topic that we find spooky or weird or odd. And we don't tell each other our topic until we record our podcast. So we are listening with you. We are listening with you. And Lindsay and I are listening together, talking together, experiencing this thing together, and we are spiritually joined together. <laughs> well, this is taking a turn for the worst. The weird. Okay. The weirdness. The weird. Okay, so I think I started last time. Do you want to start this time? Last time we talked about Tom DeLonge and his weird uh, alien experiences and knowledge, which he's Man. supposed to be doing some big Big stuff. Big soon. stuff. He uh, tweeted it was either earlier this morning or late last night, Sunday or Saturday, that there's something big coming up. I listened what to. What it is? We don't know. We have no idea. Now I did listen to more of the podcast, the interview with Joe Rogan when him and Tom DeLonge sat down together. I don't know where I stand. I, yeah. I don't. I don't agree. I don't disagree. But I'm kind of a big shrug. I don't know. Maybe that's where I'm at. Anyways, gotcha. so. We're not going to talk about Tom DeLonge anymore, even though I wouldn't mind talking about it. But <laughs> it's your new favorite thing. It is one of my new favorite things. That and there's, mushrooms. Uh, and mushrooms. Uh, the health mushrooms. I also listened to a big interview with Paul Stamets, the owner of Host Defense, and he's a mycologist and his wealth of knowledge about mushrooms. I love mushrooms now. Yeah, a lot. A lot. I think I've told 99 <laughs> people to listen to the Joe Rogan episode with Paul Stamets. Probably. Now, Joe... I know you listen a lot. You've he won't stop calling our phone. We're advertising for you, so I guess maybe our one house phone, our, our one, spooky spouse hotline, our, our landline that we ha- it's in the basement of our house. It's a very inconvenient place to get to. We have like Janine from Ghostbusters that answers. <laughs> Hello, it, spooky spouses. But it's our friend Nathan. Yeah, not Janine. Oh, did you know that? No, I fired Janine. Oh. <laughs> so okay. Our original plan was to record this when we were in Madison, Ohio, but. It was just going to take away from being there and relaxing for the holidays and stuff. So we're back uh, here. But I figured one of the things I wanted to do while we were up there was talk about some creepy places in Ohio. Okay. Because we've done West Virginia. We didn't travel for this, except we did travel and we went home for Thanksgiving. But we didn't travel to any spooky locations, unless your mom's house or my mom and dad's house is spooky, which they are a little bit, I think. Yeah. Well, and Duffy's. And we went to Duffy's, which is very scary. Scary. Little bar in Madison, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Homemade, great, great French fries. Great French fries. Great chicharron. Homemade chicharron. Other than that, I had a good chicken sandwich. Sure. <laughs> Free jukebox. Okay. Free jukebox. So there are some places in Ohio. Ohio, I, I remember when I, when I was an undergrad, I, I went to OU and there's the, the ridges at OU and that's very, very, very haunted, right? An old insane asylum slash home slash tuberculosis ward slash whatever experimental stuff and... Ohio boasts some fairly haunted places, fairly haunted locations, towns, whatever, one of which is the Mansfield Reformatory or the Ohio State Penitentiary. Which we visited before. We visited before. Very cool. It's super cool. They they filmed the Shawshank Redemption there, at least parts of it. Lindsay and I went there, I think, two summers ago. A new movie, too. Oh, yeah, with John Travolta? 
No, it wasn't no. Travolta. It was um, Sylvester Stallone, wasn't Sylvester it? Sylvester Stallone was there. <laughs> and recordings. I forget what movie it was. Do you have a good Sylvester Stallone impression? Now that you just took a sip of tea and now you're ready to roll? No. Okay. You want to hear mine? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope he's not listening because that was really bad. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. All right. Anyways. <laughs> that's my Sylvester Stallone. Uh, new game, Sylvester Stallone or Ghost. Okay, you ready? Decide. <laughs> Here. Okay, audience. I have with me an EVP that we captured at the Mantle Reformatory, or I have Sylvester Stallone. I'm going to hit play right now. One, two, three. Okay, now you have to tell us if that was Sylvester Stallone or a ghost. You can call my phone. My personal number is 4111188 and then a circle. How about they just email us at spookyspousescast at gmail.com? Yeah, that's fine. And just send us in the subject, leave it blank, and just write ghost or Stallone in the content. (laughs) That's fine. Okay, so I'm not going to talk too much about the Mansfield reformatory because i think a lot of people know a lot about it maybe i'm assuming too much but i think people know about it it's a gigantic building it's an old prison right so your mom's boyfriend his brother was locked up there for a little bit when it was in service which is nutty Lindsay and i went there one time and we just went it was what two summers ago you and i went there it was actually kind of creepy. I'll, I'll admit it. We I heard I'm, shuffling. We heard shuffling, and what? So there's there's these long, long expanses of cells that there there's a very thin sort of almost like a chainmail type of walkway with chain link fence up and down. It's what like three or four stories high. Yeah. Disclaimer: If you're afraid of heights, you might have a problem on it because I am terrified of heights. Got a little scared. It's yeah. It's it's pretty. It's it's very high up. Ghost scary and high height scary. Ghost scary, height scary. Wife scary. Wife scary. Uh, so, and it's it's creepy too because you you walk these walkways where the guards are walking, where the inmates were walking, and it's all essentially just a very thin chain link fence all over the place. You can see four stories down. Which is nutty. Which is, I don't yeah. know, it's not It's not very often you see four stories down directly beneath you. But when that was Lindsay, a very violent, it was a violent prison. Super violent, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what prisons really aren't that violent, though. The one, like when you are playing dodgeball and you, like you're out for a second, someone has to tag you back in, you're in dodgeball prison. That's probably fine. <laughs> I don't think that happens too. If I ever saw a bunch of prisoners <laughs> playing dodgeball, I'd be like, that's nice. Well, not in prison, but... Like at the YMCA or in gym class when you were in high school, when they were they were still allowed to play that terrible, terrible, isolating game yeah. of dodgeball. People always got hurt. I think dodgeball is fine with your friends. If everyone knows where you stand in your friend group, it's fine to play dodgeball. I guess so. But man, getting picked for teams, getting picked last, and getting pegged in the face. I might be speaking from experience, but uh, <laughs> yeah, dodgeball, man, that's a that's a really decisive sort of game. You, you know where you stand in your middle school or high school hierarchy very quickly after a game of dodgeball. Moving on. <laughs> but that's not a scary jail. But most jails, most prisons, I don't know if there's a difference, right, between jail and prison? Well, yeah. Usually prison's a little harder. Jail's just bad boy. Yeah. You, you got in trouble for a night, sleep it off. Yeah, I think most of that. I mean, you could go to jail for some bigger stuff, but not usually. Like prison, you're doing some time. Yeah. For sure. Maybe over a week. More than that. Double over a week. <laughs> like prison, you're in there. Two weeks. <laughs> Two and a half weeks. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's too much time. 
But when getting back kind of on track, but that's maybe sometimes we don't do that very well. But maybe that's our charm. I don't know. I'm 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 zooming in a little bit. Now I'm gonna zoom back out. Zooming out. When we were at the Mansfield Reformatory, it's in Mansfield, Ohio, no duh, also called the Ohio State Penitentiary. We were there and we weren't there looking for spookies or creepos. We were just there to be there and visit. It was something to do. It was hot outside and it was very cold inside, which was very nice. Very refreshing. Uh, but Lindsay and I, when we were walking on the ground floor, on the on the ground floor of where all the cells are, they have these tiny, tiny rooms along the wall, on the opposite wall, which I think were like timeout rooms. If you were if Possibly. you were being crazy, they, they put you in there. The the door, it was no it was no more than maybe two foot wide by about three and a half foot tall. It was very narrow. And then you went into like a very big, it almost looked like a silo that was very, I guess, in terms of circumference was fairly narrow. You can go crazy in there pretty quick, I think. But that was for if you're being uh, naughty. But a holding cell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's exactly what it is. A holding Mm -hmm. cell. Thank you, Lynn. Mm -hmm. But when we were there, we were walking on the bottom floor and we hear someone shuffling in one of the cells above us. And you heard the gravel on the ground and stuff. And it was loud. It was audible. No one there. Super creepy. Yeah. We were also walking in one part of the prison where a door wasn't necessarily blocked off, but it wasn't necessarily, some would say, open. So I opened it and we went in there. Uh, <laughs> they kind of let you just roam and do what you want to do. Which is very which European. Is great. Yeah, very European of them. It's Well, maybe just very un-American because, you know, <laughs> most American attractions or a- a- attractions in the U.S. are blocked off and it's very closed world, quote unquote. But this one, they kind of just let you do whatever you want. Which is cool. Which is super cool. But we were in this other room and this is a true story. We, were, we, we never really talk about personal stories, and I didn't really have the intention of talking about it on today's show, but I guess I am. We were in this room, and as we were leaving the room, in the corner, uh, maybe a foot or so to the right of the door, we saw a three-foot-high flash of light in the corner of this room, and it was nutty. It yeah, we like, couldn't figure out why. No. Or where it came from. We, we quickly looked outside. There were no cars, no nothing. It was nuts. It was just a tiny, like a, a very narrow flash of light. Boop, gone. That was it. That was yeah. cool. Solitary confinement is just creepy. I mean, we didn't really hear anything down there. It's just scary. It's just a scary place. And someone got murdered down there, didn't they? I I would bet more than more than one person got yeah, murdered down there. Yeah, there was like a fight or something that broke out there and... I think he was like dead for a while, and no one found him. And then they double murdered him because they thought he was <laughs> they they thought he was faking, so they stabbed him again. I know. I think there was like they hid him under a mattress down there, and like no one found him for like a week. But, like, gracious. what about his poor roommate? Like, oh, you guys had to kill him and stuff him under my mattress. Like, I live here too. I live here too. Don't leave your garbage laying around. Well, that's terrible. He would call him garbage, but we don't. Hey, well, no, that was we his, don't make the rules. His last name. They called him. It was Bill Garbage. <laughs> Bill Garbage. <laughs> so they called him Garbage. Bill Garbage. Because he picked up that name in uh, dodgeball in high school. Oh, because he was very bad yeah. at the game. Or because he always got, they always threw the dodgeball right. towards his garbage. Maybe. That's it. <laughs> sure. We're being a little colloquial and also a little bad. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, so that's the man's world. Reformatory. I didn't do any research on it, and I didn't mean to talk about our ghosties, but we're talking about our ghosties. But there are two other places that I didn't know about that I guess are quite haunted. In Lorraine, Ohio, somewhere pretty close to where we grew up, there's a place called the Lorraine Palace Theater, which I guess is fairly haunted. Big old theater. They were saying that 
or on the article I was reading, it said that the best evidence ever captured there was an EVP. So I don't know if that means like maybe they don't do a lot of investigations there or it's very infrequent because if that's the best they have from this place and it's supposed to be allegedly fairly haunted, you would think they would have more sort of best of evidence, but that's okay. I guess it's good. But it was an EVP that was captured there and they captured this guy's name who said his name was Ed. Not Edward, not Eddie, but Ed. Okay. And I don't know how they got this information from Ed, but I guess they pieced some stuff together or maybe it was, I don't know, some class A EVP. There's different classes of EVPs. If it's class A, it means it's fairly, uh, not legible, but easy to figure out what they're saying, I guess, in terms of recording quality. And there's, I think there's B and there's C. C might just be something like, and then B might be, thank you so much. And then A is, my name is Ed. Thank you so much. Ghost. Yeah, I, think, I don't know the levels. Probably. I, I, I would th- imagine. It, it's something like that. But there was this guy. They, they found out his name was Ed. And he worked at a shipyard. But I don't know if they, if they thought anything of it at the time. But directly behind the theater, there was an old shipyard. Directly behind oh. where this theater was. I guess it's on the water somewhere. Which is pretty cool. I think that might be more evidence as to why this could be legitimate or something. I mean, who knows? I also haven't heard the EVP, so it very well could be fake. Right. But according to this website, spookypalace.gov. Um, spooky Ed. Spooky Ed. Spooky Ed and Billy Garbage dot, <laughs> dot biz. I guess it's real, but I don't. I also don't know how they got this. And this this is what makes me think like, well, maybe not. Or maybe they're just trying to gain some. Maybe this is like clickbait material. They said that Ed worked at a shipyard, but then they also found out that Ed was murdered because he was pushed down the stairs. In the theater or at the shipyard? I think at the shipyard. What stairs? Maybe there were some stairs there. Uh-huh. There were stairs somewhere. <laughs> there were stairs somewhere. So this Aww. seems like quite the conversation. If it's real, okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't want to believe that everyone in the paranormal world and when they're talking about evidence is lying all the time. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess I think that sometimes. But, well, the majority of the time. But... They, they found out his name was Ed. He worked at the shipyard. Okay, cool. And then he was murdered because he was pushed downstairs. That's it. Okay. But that's in Lorraine. If anyone knows about the Lorraine Palace Theater, let us know. Yeah, Please. I don't think I've ever heard of the Lorraine Palace Theater. Neither have I. Now, this is another one that I think is a little creepy. Okay. And I believe this one is documented. This one's real. Okay. There's a place called the Seely Rose House. You ever heard about this? Sounds familiar. Now, does it sound familiar because I said seal and rose, and you're thinking seal kiss from a rose. <laughs> one of the best, one of the five best songs ever recorded in the, Maybe. since the dawn of civilization. Maybe. I don't know. Tell me the story. Well, seal wrote the song for no. the Batman soundtrack, <laughs> I think in the mid nineties. The scary story. I want to hear a spooky. Here's something spooky about seal kiss from a rose. Uh, <laughs> when I was young, uh, hey, I don't care. I have no shame. I'm being transparent. Also, everyone was like eight years old one time. I collected Beanie Babies, and I had a ton of Beanie Babies. And my mom and I drove to Columbus, where my sister was living at the time. She just moved to New York City. Congratulations, Kelly Reed. We hope you're doing great. My mom and I drove from Madison, Ohio. She drove, I rode, uh, to Columbus, Ohio, with a box full of Beanie Babies. And we were going to sell them at this toy store in Columbus, Ohio. We sold them. I thought I was going to make millions and millions of dollars. I ended up making about 60 bucks, which for me... I was probably eight or ten or something. That's a that's a ton of money. Six. I feel like now that's even 
I would That's be, a good chunk of change. I would change. be happy with that. I sold some clothes last week. I made 40 bucks. I was like, who am I all of a sudden, big spender? <laughs> we drove down here, sold Beanie Babies. I got 60 bucks, and I bought a Velociraptor puppet, because Jurassic Park had just come out. I bought a little puppet, which is very cool. And then I bought Seal, the album that Kiss from a Rose is on. The, I remember the lady at, it was either Camelot Music or some, some CD store said, do you want the Batman soundtrack or the Seal soundtrack? Or the the seal kiss the album that Kiss from a Rose is off of, and I said, "Give me the give me the real deal seal album." So that was that. Okay. So, anyways, what's <laughs> okay? <laughs> so Celia Rose House. The Celia Rose House. I still like that song a lot. The Celia Rose House <laughs> is in. I don't know if these two towns are close because one said it was in Lucas, Ohio. One said it was in Lima, Ohio. I know Lima. I don't know Lucas. Maybe it was uh, Lucas County. Uh, Maybe. I have no idea. I, I apologize for being so Ohio ignorant. But it was either in Lucas or Lima, Ohio. And Celie Rose was a young girl who wanted to marry this boy in her neighborhood. And I guess her na- or the, the, the boy told her, and I'm pretty sure they were fairly young because the, the newspaper clipping or photo of Celie Rose, or it might have been her, uh, what's it called, mugshot? Yeah. She looked fairly young. I would say... Uh, maybe like 11 to 15 years old. She looks fairly young. Okay. So she wanted to marry. I think this was in 18 something. Uh, I didn't write it down. So we'll just say it was in 4000 BC. <laughs> so it was early. It was fairly early. In all honesty, in all seriousness, I believe it was almost at the turn of the century. It was very close to 1900, I believe. Okay. Um, but she wanted to marry this boy in her neighborhood. Her parents did not want her to marry this kid. And she didn't know it. But I guess this boy knew it because her parents went, you're not marrying our daughter, Jake ba- Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, future <laughs> star of Donnie Darko and Nightcrawler or whatever, and a very good actor. Um, I like, he's a, he, seems, he seems like a nice guy. Then the guy or the, the kid she wanted to marry told Celie Rose, I talked to your parents or they or they cornered me. They do not want me to murder, they, to murder you. <laughs> they don't want me to murder you, which is great. But here's the bad news. They also don't want us to get married. So Celie Rose got super, super mad and I guess uh, was furious. And what she did, there, there's a lot of very, I would say, unique ways to kill a bunch of people. And this, one's, yeah. this, one, was, this one was very, it seemed like she was the OG at this method. Uh-oh. I've never heard of it since. It's really not that gruesome. I mean, it's sad, but it's not like, you know, axe murder or whatever. It seemed like to be all the rage back in those days. Yeah. Or a dagger. It seemed like everyone just had a dagger within his arm's reach. They probably did. You think so? Yeah. Do you want a dagger for Christmas? No. I still don't know what to get. Nor an axe. <laughs> I don't well, want either of those things. Okay, I'll return them. I got, okay. you, I got you 45 daggers. <laughs> uh, but what Celie Rose did to kill her family, which it might not be that gruesome, but it's pretty macabre. She soaked flypaper in water, which apparently, I don't know if it's still made with it, but, you know, flypaper catches the flies and it kills all the flies. Yeah. You, the, those elastic or those sticky strings. She soaked the, the flypaper in water for a little while, and I guess that soaked out a bunch of arsenic that's in the flypaper. And then her family, according to the story, and I, I like to think that this is how it happened, but her family all sat down for snack time. They walked in one by one, hip, hop, hip, hop, hip, hop, hip, and all sat down for snack time. And I guess they wanted cottage cheese. I don't know if they lived on a farm. If they were making their own cottage cheese. Probably. Maybe they had a. Maybe they owned a cottage, and they had cows there. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect crime. <laughs> but I guess Celie went. I'll get the cottage cheese for you. 
I'm the best daughter. So Why she, does she sound like Mickey? Oh, you mean from the Mickey Mouse television series? <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me. I I didn't. I don't make the rules. I you know I'm I'm just a messenger. All right. Um. So she said, "I'll get you your cottage cheese." So she got him cottage cheese, but you know cottage cheese is fairly goopy. Yeah. A lot of a lot of moisture. She poured some of the water that she was soaking the flypaper in, with all the arsenic, into the cottage cheese, and Why sat wouldn't back. Why would she just give him the water? May well. Then maybe that proves the point that she was fairly young because she's like, I'll pour the poison water in the cottage cheese. Do you think maybe it was an accident? Or you no. they really think it was because she was she wanted to kill her family? I'll tell you I'll tell you in a second. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna spoil you're gonna spoil this All right. story. I'm not trying to be a spoiler. It's Go ahead. terrible. That's a terrible attitude. <laughs> she poured she poured the the poison water over the cottage cheese and just sort of sat back as her family ate the cottage cheese. Which seems peculiar. If anyone handed me a snack and sat across from me at a table and then folded their arms and just watched me eat it and smiled, or yeah, watched me eat it and then just smiled as I ate it and nodded their head slowly, I would be very, very suspicious. Now I know what to do to make you uncomfortable at dinner. Just hand me a bowl of pudding and, and just watch you eat it and smile and go, <laughs> "Oh, that's a big boy." Or if you're like out somewhere and you say you're like sitting at a Starbucks. And you just stare at the guy, like, on his laptop taking up a four-top table with just yeah. one person, and it's busy in there. And, and they're a fashionable like, messenger so bag. And they're like, maybe just cross your arms and then stare him down as he eats his blueberry muffin. And then maybe, like, talk into your wrist like you have a secret little walkie-talkie <laughs> and then walk away. One thing I think it's funny to do, if we're going to play the play the game called Oops, I Poisoned You, maybe... No. Is walk is walk up. Uh, just letting everybody know that we've never poisoned anybody or never thought about poisoning anyone, and we never will. We're we're playing a game <laughs> called make believe right now. But right when right when when somebody you know when they when they set your drink down at a coffee shop, since we're using Starbucks as as an example, when they set your drink down at Starbucks, well, we're let's let's be local because it's it was just Small Business Saturday. Say you go to One Line Coffee, you're in the short north, and they set your coffee down, and there's no lid on it yet. Wander up to it and just make it look like you're sprinkling something in their drink in, into their coffee, and then just walk out really quick. That's a fun joke to play. Okay, okay so so <laughs> so she watched her family eat the arsenic cottage cheese, right? Cottaged cheese. I guess it took her family like a few weeks to die, but they all died, and then but they how, found out about it. Then, okay, go ahead. No, if you have something, I'm just do thinking it. back then, like. How do they know for sure that they died of the arsenic? In did they find it in their system? Because she told her neighbor. She went across the street. I guess she was bored. She's like, oh. well, my family's dead. Now what do I do? Classic Seely Rose. She went to her neighbor's house and went, yeah. <laughs> she, went to, she went to her neighbor's, her, her neighbor's house, Crystalline Chris, <laughs> and said, uh, or Tormalite Terry. Is Tormalite? That's a, that's a stone. Yeah, Tormalite. Yeah. Yes. She walked across the street's house to um, Opal or uh, Tormaline Terry and said, I'm bored, I murdered my family. And here's how I did it. Oopsie. Oopsie-daisy. They were already dead. Yeah, they. I don't know how long they've been dead, but I guess she was bored and just admitted it. Probably because she had no family anymore, so she's like, well, shoot. Yeah, well... Did that boy ever come back, or was he like one of the like modern-day boys that was just like, oh, you killed your family? I'm out. Well, I think... I don't know if that's a modern-day thing, or like a perpetual, you know... The entire span of life. This thing. is my theory because girls are can be kind of crazy. Okay. Um, the boy and her were gonna. They wanted to run away and get married. Yes. The boy realized one night, like, holy crap, I want to do this. 
Yeah. So I'm going to say I have that a baseball I, game. Yeah, I got things to do. I got to <laughs> milk the cows. Like, I want to get up into the city. I don't want to be this, this llama boy forever. Yeah. So, like, he's like, oh, shoot. I feel like it's serious now. So he told her that he overheard the parents talking and they said that they weren't allowed to get married. So then she murdered her family and he just booked it. He's like, whoa, crazy. Yeah. I'm out. But then I would feel very bad if I was the one who told a potential partner, yeah, sorry, you're, uh, it's But he didn't think that she was going to murder them. No, absolutely not. But you know, when you get stuck in a lie and then it's like, oh, that's like every time you see this one person or these few people, it's like, now I have to remember, I think I told him that my middle name was Slam Dunk and like, why did I do that? Or... I told him I told him I used to play for the Astros and like I did not, but I have to keep that lie going. Yeah. But I can see how that could also be a thing. Yeah. I like how logical you are. I just always try to think logically. Yeah. I do too all the time, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, me either. I think you're right. I actually know you're right. But Okay. That's my haunted those are my two well, two and a half, because we talked about Mansfield, two and a half not underground haunted Ohio places, but lesser known. Haunted yeah, Ohio places. I didn't know anything about that last story. And I felt like I knew a good chunk of Ohio spookies. Yeah. I mean, we grew up here. Yeah. I have no, I don't even know where Lucas, Ohio is. Lucas or Lima? Lucas and Lima. or Lima? Lima, I know where Lima is. I think I know where Lima is. Yeah. Is it? I it's, worked with a girl that was from Lima. It's in Ohio. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well. Okay. That's all I have. You have one? Yeah. Music break. One, two, three, go. Okay, so this week, my topic, it's kind of a discussion, though. So there wasn't, like, much research, but I feel like it was a good discussion that I kind of believe, but I kind of don't. Now, a little bit behind the scenes, Lindsay had already done research on the topic. I did not know what it was. And then Lindsay spent another two hours writing out more of it. So Lindsay spent a lot of time investigating, and and you've invested yourself a lot in this topic. Well, and my mom's internet Wi-Fi was pretty slow, so it took me a long time to look up things on the phone. Which, for all you gearheads, this is so weird, because I did a speed test on her internet, and it said it was... It was we, I, I got ping at 35 megs. If anyone can help my mom figure out why her internet is so slow when she's getting those giggies. She's getting those 35 gigos. <laughs> Please email us. I don't understand it. at gmail.com. Tell us. Leave. We need to know why. Now this time, do put something in the subject. Put Patty's, Patty's computer. Spooky Wi-Fi. Patty's spooky Wi-Fi. Connection. Connection. What else? Any other words you want? <laughs> Problem time, for sure, Patty. Uh, and then tell us why. It's fast. It's pinging faster than our internet. Yeah, I don't know why. It's weird. But anyways, my yeah, topic. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so sorry. So my topic this week is all about can dogs really sense oh! the unknown? Oh, cool. Yours okay. are always so much better than mine. Well, I just overthink everything in the world. I so. guess I maybe that's a... Yeah, it's good. All right. <laughs> Yours are fine, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I researched was... And uh, people have so many stories. There was a ton of stories online. I'll start with a story, for instance. A guy was watching another guy's dog, his neighbor's dog. And his neighbor had a golden retriever. 
And every time he took that golden retriever for a walk, he would realize the golden retriever's name was George. Oh, yeah. So every time he took George for a walk, he noticed that in one path by the woods, George would pull towards the woods. So he figured there was something, like, dead back there, like an animal, or there was some reason he kept pulling back towards there. That was on, like, the outdoor cat's perimeter path. That was, like, a pee-pee spot. Yeah. they. He just didn't think anything of it. Mm. Well, when the owner came home, he said... You know, George was completely fine on our walks and stuff, but he really wants to get something at this one spot. And the guy goes, yeah, he always pulls towards that one spot. And two years ago, and this is two years ago, they found a decomposing body back there of Whoa. someone that had committed suicide. Oh, my gosh. So, but it's been cleaned up and taken <clears throat> care of, you know. But still, that dog, after two years, he still wanted to pull towards that spot. Now, was it coincidence? I don't know. Or was it just really like they could still sense that something was back there? Because you would think after two years, depending on where they were, how much rainfall they're getting, climate, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a science wizard. But But the police found this body. I mean, it decomposed for a few weeks, but they found it eventually and cleaned it all up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like with rain and weather and stuff, you would think all leftovers, quote unquote, would be totally gone. Because, like, dogs already have, like, a keen sense of sight and smell and yes. hearing. So, like, could they smell the decomposing body? But it's, like, it's been two years. Okay, but what I researched was there was a professor that actually said that um, dogs can sense hallucinogens. Wait, what? So, if somebody is experiencing hallucinogens or hallucinating, yeah, dogs can sense when we're doing that. Whoa, what? So his theory is that when people have, like, when people have service dogs, when they have schizophrenia, Parkinson's, epilepsy, PTSD, that they have service dogs. And sometimes when you have schizophrenia and stuff, you'll hallucinate. Yes, I believe that's right. when they train these service dogs, so this was kind of a theory saying that they they can't sense anything, but they kind of can. So what they would do is if someone thought that someone was, say I'm schizophrenic, and I think someone's standing at our door. Yes. I would ask the dog, my service dog, go say hello. Now the service dog is trained because supposedly they can see hallucinations. They can see them or they can sense if what you're... They can sense a hallucination. Like, if I'm envisioning a person standing at the door and I say, go say hi to my service dog. Yeah. If my service dog barks and stays put, that means no one's there. But if the dog goes over and says hi, it means that someone's there. So it lets me know that someone is actually there. So this is actually a training procedure they do with some service dogs. But they they realize that dogs could sense if someone was there. So they're like, can they actually see the spirit world? Or can they just know when someone's hallucinating and they know that 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 thing isn't really happening? Like, they just know what's happening in real life. That's pretty cool. But it was really, really cool. And then, um... Like, yeah, that's very, very cool. Yeah, so there's like... All this theory and stuff about how their heightened senses could actually detect hallucinations, but they have really no proof if they can sense spirits. Because 
I think everybody's had a story or read a story or have seen their dog just stare at the wall or stare at nothing mm-hmm. or bark at nothing. Yeah. And you're always like, what are they sensing? Have we have we done that? Or have we ever experienced that with Molly? Well, Molly just barks all the time, so I think it's yeah. hard to tell. So it's kind of like the dog who barked wolf. But I will notice that like <clears throat> Molly will sometimes just get this like dead set stare at like the door or something. And I always think someone's here, but no one's ever here. Yeah. So it is a little odd that, you know, she picks up the but it's like is she just picking up noises outside because she can hear see that's far what, away but that's what i would think at least with molly i mean because it seems like a squirrel could burp really far away in a tree and molly would hear it and would let out a little bark so but maybe certain dogs who aren't as sensitive to such quiet noises i don't know i have no idea yeah it's really weird like the more stories i read it was like you know people are obviously Totally, yes, they can sense this. And then some people are like, no, they're just dogs. Like, yeah. my dog doesn't even know how to, like, sit and stay. How does it sense a ghost? But I don't know. I think it's kind of... I, mean, I think it's compelling. Well, it because is. Because there's, there's also the argument where... I think this happened with... If this is true, Brandon Brennan, if you're listening right now... <laughs> also, if you are, and you're listening with headphones on and you're in public, touch your nose three times and just say, cracker time... Uh, or time, time, time for a snack. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, time in. I believe this happened to Brandon Brennan or his mom or something. I, I very well could be making up who this is happening to, but there's the whole argument with kids that they can see spirits as well because they haven't right. developed the yes, this is reality, no, this is not reality thing in their brain. Right. Now, and I, and I want to say that Brandon Brennan's mom, Ginny Brennan, wonderful human being, she told us this story, and I, I want to say it was her. But I don't know. Does, does that like? Does that mean that the reason why, and this is you know why huge air quotes, why dogs can see spirits is because no one's told them, or they don't they don't really possess the capability to realize this is fake, or this is real, or know that this cannot happen, or yes, this can happen, or being more open to it, or something like that. I'm not really sure if that's a thing or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like. It is true because, like, you know, kids kind of, they don't know necessarily, like, right from wrong from, like, what's real, what's not. Like, you know, you don't really know the seriousness of life and then neither do dogs. Yeah, I don't think mortality in an afterlife really steeps into your brain until, I don't know what age, but maybe that also brings into consideration how old you are when you have an imaginary friend or something because you had one, a little elf, right? No, he was a gnome. He was a gnome. And his name was Pokey. Pokey, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of little kids have imaginary friends, and it's just weird that you don't even have to tell them, like, oh, when I was little, I had an imaginary friend, and then all of a sudden they have an imaginary friend. Like, I just developed this imaginary friend. Like, where do kids think that, you know, like, oh, I need a little buddy that's not really there that'll play with me. Yeah. I never had a weird thing. I never had an imaginary friend. I did. Yeah, and it pokey. was weird. Yeah, but he seemed cool. He was cool, but you know, my mom thought it was very strange. Making a separate plate of food for yeah, him. Yeah, my stuff. mom had to make um dinner for Pokey. <laughs> and she had to even cut up his hot dogs because I didn't want Pokey to choke. Oh, you you didn't want Pokey to chokey. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he hated my brother. You know, just the typical sibling. Do you think because Pokey was not fond of your brother. Do you think Pokey was 
fut- was future Molly? No. <laughs> All right, that's fine. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe yeah. because they both have that, you know, they didn't like my brother. <laughs> I see. I like your brother. See, I like my brother too. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, it's a weird concept. It's kind of cool. I feel like I've heard people say like their dog or cat has like stared off or sensed something weird. And I just wonder if they can actually sense the energy now, and spirits. On on certain episodes of Ghost Adventures, Zach Beggins would have would bring his dog, Gracie. Yeah. And she would wander around and sniff about. But they haven't done that in a long time. Is it because he doesn't want to deal with Gracie or is it because it didn't work? I have no idea. Who knows? But I say bring Gracie back on the show. Bring Gracie back. Bring, hashtag. Bring back Gracie. Bring back Gracie. Say your grace. Bring back Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> but And then a separate hashtag or else. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Well, and that's pretty much all I have. It was just kind of a topic discussion. Um, What I was spending two hours doing was I was going to try to bring back Urban Legend or not. Oh, fun. But I feel like I'm going to make it a little different. Okay. Um, Because I have two Urban Legends that are kind of goofy. Yes. But I think it would be fun if you told me out of both of these Urban Legends... Which one, if you had to be an urban legend, which one would you be and why? Which one would I be and why? Yes, because they're both kind of goofy. And, like, if you had to, like, for some reason, just out of the blue, like, okay, I'm an urban legend now, like, what would I be and why? (laughs) Oh, bummer, now I'm an urban legend. But you only have two to choose from. Two to choose. Okay, so what's this? What's I mean, this? I could give you three, but no, come on, two. Now what's now what's <laughs> what's this game called? New name for this game? As I told you, I thought. Well, we we said urban legend or not, which this urban one's not. Urban legend or not, and would you rather? Which yeah. I do have another would you rather, but we'll save that one. So why isn't what this would... one will be called? Um... Let's let's workshop it. We have plenty of time. <laughs> uh. Flip or flop? Nope, that's a TV show. Um, um, spooky A or Spooky B? No. Uh, time, ghost time for me. No. What do you want to be? When you ghost up instead when of you... grow up. <laughs> what do you want to be when you ghost up? Grossed up. Okay, good. <laughs> when you ghost up. When I ghost up. What do you want to be when you hey, ghost when up? when you ghost up, what do you want to be? <laughs> when I ghost up, maybe fighter fighter or garbage fighter. Okay, but does that sound sound pretty fun? That sounds pretty fun. Okay, so I'll give you two scenarios, and I'll tell you about each one of them, and then you have to tell me which one of those urban legends you'd rather be and why you'd rather be that one. This is a very easy game because I know I will do a very good job. Okay. Okay. So, urban legend number one. Um, This comes from Mississippi, and there's a road called Nash Road. Nash Road. Nash Road. It is said that there is a ghostly apparition Mm -hmm. of a woman that will chase your car down the road. Yeah. Bang on all your hood, your windows, everything. Your muffler and your puffler. Your muffler. But she has three legs and she'll scream at you. <laughs> and one of her legs is just rotting flesh. Now the story is that a that's mother That's not the story? Well, that's the story. <laughs> she has three but, legs. But the third leg, I'll tell you where the third leg, where the story of the third leg She's came actually from. a scorpion and it's her tail. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently she was a mother. 
and she lost her child. Well, she kept searching and searching for her child, and she lived on Nash Road, and she thought her child wouldn't have wandered too far, you know. So she searched for her child, and all she ended up finding was a little kid's severed leg. Ew. So I'm thinking that that was her child because she never found her child. Yes. That she took that leg with her and kept it. And then sewed it to her And then sewed it to her body. (laughs) So she has three legs. So when she died, she had three legs. And she she gets mad of anybody driving down that road because she assumes that they killed her child. Slow down, speed racer. (laughs) Yeah, so... I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's a true story. Maybe there's something similar to, you know, something like that. Oh. But anyway, so there's three-legged Nash Road. The thought Mom. the thought of a ghost lady with three <laughs> legs running after your car. If she's able to catch up, like keep up with your and car. It's a rotting flesh leg. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know if it actually works or if it just hangs kinda out Kind of dangles there. around and, like, it sort of phantom runs. Kind of like when you hold a dog above water and they're, like, they already, already doing the paddle. Oh, that's that's wacky. That's wacky stuff. Okay, urban legend number two. This, would you, what do you want to be when you ghost up? Second question. What do you want to be when you ghost up? Yes. Okay, so this takes place in Maryland. Yes. And we, you would be... Go ahead. Okay. You would. <laughs> so the first one, you would be woman with, with three legs. Yes. Chasing cars. One of which, rotting. Rotting flesh leg. Yes. This one, you would be the little boy... <laughs> Or the mother. I, I mean, I would. You get to pick. It's either one because they're both ghostly apparitions. Uh-huh. But the story is, they were living in Maryland, and yes. it was back in old timey century. Nineteen seventy three. Yeah, and the little boy was playing outside in the garden. His mom had grown a garden, and she was a big cook. Ooh. And so, do you know what she was growing? Just a variety of things. I don't know. <laughs> but so he was out in the garden and he found something interesting in the garden and didn't know what it was. And he Probably. thought maybe it was like a root vegetable or something. I was going to make a root veggie joke. He wasn't sure what it was. So he took it inside and his mom ended up cooking it in a big soup that she was making. She's like, I'll just put some of these veggies in there. So she put it in there. Well, it turns out they ate it and everything. It was just the mom and son. Turns out they ate it and they got pretty sick Mm -hmm. and they had still some of this root vegetable chopped up in the soup and they realized that it was a human toe. Oh, gross. So they were getting sick probably because of this infected human toe. But then the urban legend is that a (sighs) large giant, as they were sick in bed, a large giant came looking for his toe. Where's my toe? Found out that they had eaten his toe. I'd be so mad. And he ate them. (laughs) So they were dying anyways. Uh. And then this giant ate them. Well, it said that in Maryland, if you're in the area, which I don't know where, it just said in Maryland. Toesville, Maryland. But you're, you're supposed to see... An apparition of a mother with a knife and a sick, malnutri- like malnourished little boy. Oh, great. So it's just really creepy. So you just creep people out. I have a question. What? So you're not chasing anybody, but you're creeping people out because you ate a giant toe. Under seasoning my sauces. <laughs> now, I have a question. If the giant already lost his toe, what's he going to do with the toe when he went back to get it? Put well, on, put on a necklace? It maybe if we would have, I mean, we don't know what giants are capable of. They could go to the 
giant doctor. Giant. <laughs> put uh, his toe back on. What's a podiatrist? I just want to know how that giant lost his toe in the first place. And, like, how well, big was his toe? Like, That's what I'm thinking. I like, mean, like, what root veggie did you think that was? That's what I'm thinking. So before you said it was a giant, I thought the only root veggie that you could – the only – well, there's there's one root veg that maybe, maybe, maybe you can get a confused with the toe – would maybe be like a really oddly shaped parsnip. Which but then I, I thought, I don't know. but then I thought, oh, if it's around the same size, maybe you would be, you would confuse it with uh, a little white truffle, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know what they grow in Maryland. But then, if you're a giant, what would you confuse? Maybe like a big celery root? Or like know. a big. Well, what urban legend would you think you would be and why? I'm just really wrapped so up. So you have to spend eternity either being a woman with. Two legs and a third leg that's rotting yeah. and chasing cars and scaring the crap out of people. Or you have to be either mother or son just hanging out being creepy. I have to be the ghost April Bloomfield who cooked a toe. <laughs> oh, man. See, I don't know. I It's hard for me to decide because I'm so wrapped up. What was that giant going to do with his toe when he found it? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I lost it. I better go get it. Well, no. he just wanted it back. It's, yeah, that's and so... he was pissed when he found out what happened. It just seems trivial. How would he find out? You ate my toe? No, I promise. No, okay, okay we did. I would be... I would be the lady with three legs. Yeah, chasing cars. Because it, I think about that now. Just anyone, anyone chasing us when we're driving our car, that's so scary. And if yeah. they're able to keep up and they're banging all over everywhere, that's terrifying. And you have an extra leg. And I have an Maybe extra leg. Maybe that's why she's able to keep up. Three if leg. That, if that leg actually works. That's the secret to super speed. Super speed. It's Three having legged. a third rotting, disgusting leg. Who knows? That, Lindsay, that nasty. That is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a little different than urban legend or not. Just what do you want to ghost when you grow up? What do you want to be when you ghost up or up? When you ghost up. When you when I ghost up, I'd like to be for today a ghost mom with two legs, one non-working rotting vestigial leg, <laughs> and I'd like to run at at least thirty-five miles an hour. Okay. So there you go. What would you want to be? I think I'd want to be the mom or the little boy because they don't do anything mean to anyone. You know what's mean is two things: cooking a toe. And then what if it wasn't even the toe that got him sick? What if it was her, her cooking in general, her like her seasonings? Or maybe she used a really old carrot and it's ironic. <laughs> oh, it's funny you put a toe in there. Well, the it giant ate them. So he the ate. giant killed them. Oh, well, that's... They were sick already, but the giant killed them. I mean, no offense, but I think the giant was probably overreacting. Because if you think about it, you, you're missing one toe. You still have 99% of your body left. I think you're fine. I don't think that calls for eating You know someone. what he could have done with that toe is given it to the three-legged lady. <laughs> so then you would have had a rotting flesh leg yeah. and a rotting giant toe. How cool. How cool. <laughs> Man, did you guys see that crazy lady? Merry with Christmas. Maybe you... that's what you need to get the rotting flesh leg lady. For Christmas? Is the big toe. Get them together. Perfect. I guess that's perfect. I think that's perfect. It's probably perfect. <laughs> perfect for Christmas. Oh, what a perfect thing for Christmas. But yeah, I'm that's gonna say all that, I got. Uh, I'm going to say that this year, every time I open up a present, what a perfect thing for Christmas. <laughs> that's what I'll say. If it's a Best Buy gift card or a gift card to Applebee's, yeah. I'll say it. But yeah, that's all I have. I mean, if anyone has any stories about their dog that they think yeah. was seeing any spirits or 
acting weird. Yeah, or if you have, honestly, if because everyone these days has one of those fancy computer phones. <laughs> if you got any footage of your dog losing it or being weird, not just doing like a, well, even if you have your dog doing like a really cute trick uh, or, just being, or just being adorable, please send us an email at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram or Twitter. Which we are there at spooky underscore spouses. And if you're going to tweet about the show or you'd like to join in the conversation, please help us by using the hashtag spooky spouses. Thank you so much to people who have been tweeting about the show. Yeah. And have been joining in. It's so fun. It's, it's, and we're like, really, I would say 10% of it's like, yeah, we'd like to get more traction on our social meds or whatever. I think that's what the cool kids are saying now. But I think 90% of it, at least for me, I can't assume Lindsay feels the same way, but I would think so. I just like hearing people's creepy, creepy stories or like any information that they have on these stories that we do a little bit of research on and talk about for a little while. It's fun. It's super fun. And we probably will have another Monster Molly Madness giveaway soon. Yes, we will. We absolutely will. I don't know where we're going to go. I don't know either. Somewhere spooky. But we'll, we'll make it spooky. I would say somewhere very spooky. Now, speaking of spooky, Lindsay, I'm going to play a game with you. Oh, yeah? We played a game last week called G or G, You Tell Me. Goat or Ghost, You Tell Me. <laughs> now... Uh, I found this footage. This is leaked footage from Tom DeLonge's uh, To the Stars Academy where they're releasing all this extraterrestrial and stuff, uh, footage and stuff that they've been sitting on for a long time. Now, this could be a ghost or it could be a goat, uh, but I'd like you to tell me, okay? Okay. G or G, you tell me. Ready? R- round two. That's just a goat. No, listen. Okay, that one right there. Did you hear it? Yeah, it's a goat. I've seen that video. Okay, well, let me check. <laughs> I think this game just might always be goats. Well, I think you might be wrong. And also, I don't know if you know how I like to play games. But I will say that, yes, you're right. It's a video called Goat Yells Like Chris Tucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> a funny video. It's a very funny video. Hey, thank you very much to Eli Rexford Chambers for our theme music. Uh, there's no, it doesn't have a title. It's just fun. It's just, you know, Spooky Spouses. I think it's in our, it's on our computer. It's Spooky Spouses Draft. Uh, so that's <laughs> what it's called. Eli, you can find him on social media, on Twitter, at Eli, who does music. Is, uh, he's on there. He writes great music for podcasts, for chamber ensembles, for jazz groups, for solo acorn players. <laughs> for your mom on Mother's Day. He'll write you any music you want for your mom for Mother's Day, for your dad for Father's Day, for your son, for your daughter, for your dog. He'll even Who write you. might your... see spirits in your house. He, yeah, I would say your dog will for sure see spirits in your house all the time. Yeah. He'll even write you a ringtone. I'd ask Molly if she ever sees spirits in her house, but I think she's passed out cold right now. Now, this is very cool because this is the quietest Molly has ever been, but <laughs> which is ironic because it was going to be the loudest she was ever going to be because we brought her food dish into... We're recording in the living room because we're in lazy mode, but she was supposed to be eating her food and chomping her, chomping nonstop, but she went and laid down, went to bed. Yeah, she's, she's pooped. She's pooped. We had a lot of travel, long weekend, family fun, friends thankful for thankful thankful for it for me yeah and thanks for listening thank you very much for listening uh new episodes are out every monday what else lens i think that's it i think that's it too (laughs) thank you very much for listening thank you for supporting us thank you for sharing us thank you for please tell your friends 
Yes. Your teachers. Tell your teachers especially. Your loved ones. Tell them more so than the teachers. Your pets. Loved ones first, then pets, then teachers. Molly loves dog pictures. She likes them, I think, a little bit. We like them a lot. We like them too. Email them to us. SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, if you have any topics that you'd like to hear us cover on the show, any suggestions, we promise we will talk about them sooner or later, uh, especially if they're very good and so very tell spooky. tell us any of your stories. Email us stuff. Email us whatever you want. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> well, until next Spooky Monday. Yeah, have a spooktacular week. Have a spooktacular week. Have a haunted Monday. Have a ghostly afternoon. Okay, okay, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.